0: Hey, y'all. It's Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl, and we are back with another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo-boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears once a week for about an hour or so, and I hella appreciate that. So I am still all gas, no breaks, on this podcasting marathon. I have been getting my life. You hear me? I love it so, so, so much. This has been so much fun. Let me see. I started on the 2nd of January. Let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. When this episode, let's see, I'm one day shy of my seventh straight week of podcasting. So I've been podcasting for 48 days. That's fire. That's fire. But I am just really just happy to be here. And if you know anything about me offline, off mic, off app, y'all know in certain situations, I really do ride to the wheels fall off. And I guess this is just one of those situations where I'm just gonna ride out. So um, today's podcast episode is sponsored by herbs, okay? I love me some herbs. And I want to share with you all um, some herbs that I use and um, give y'all some updates on what's going on with the podcast and what's on the way. So before we do that, First off, Kalina, aka Deaf Queen Boss, if y'all heard her interview, I think it was Monday for last, I finally got the YouTube situation figured out with the subtitles, so if you're at Spiritual Homegirls YouTube, which is youtube.com forward slash Spiritual Homegirl, that interview is up, y'all not finna judge me, y'all know I be coming on there looking with the bonnets, with the scarves, the whole nine. no makeup, no filters a lot of time, I was looking extra um, here to get the interview done, Okay. I didn't know um, to get cute or none of that stuff. It just, you know, sometimes you feel it, sometimes you don't. I just really wanted to just have a cool conversation. I didn't really, you know what I'm saying? So it was just really cool. Um, And Plus, Kalina was cute enough for the both of us. So, uh, yeah, that's one. And then I looked at the other interviews and I said, dang, I actually was looking like some these days. So I guess my first interview on YouTube after, what, two years of not having any interviews on there is going to be one where it's just straight naked face. I'm cool with that. Um, I think it's important sometimes to show people what it looks like when the makeup isn't on and um, well my hair is done in that one so that doesn't count but you know sometimes it's just cool to, to show people your humanness you know what I'm saying like it's okay so I was very intentional with putting this interview up so I'm really excited to just have that up there for perspective more than anything you know regardless of how I look also um I've done an interview with MERS I did that interview. Um, That's actually going to debut on Monday, Myra's Monday. We've dedicated the whole day to him. His interview will also drop on YouTube with these subtitles because with Kalina's interview, I really want to make sure that I am including my deaf and hard of hearing audience. So I really want to be clear on that. And then I also interviewed um, Ade's interview, Ade, the Yoruba priest from two days ago. I want to make sure his interview is up. So I'll be working on getting those interviews out the way first because they're a little longer and to continue with doing my podcast episodes um, solo. I also interviewed uh, Tiffany, the herbal hair therapist, talking about herbs. And and her interview with me actually inspired this episode. Um, Now, first things first, she is with the herbs in terms of, you know, being able to consult and things like that. I'm not. I like to dabble in herbs for fun, so do not let me substitute none of your advice that you will get from a master herbalist. I'm just telling y'all homegirls' favorite herbs part one. Cause if y'all know me on and off this app, I have at least 35 to 40 herbs I got at the house chilling. When the pandemic started, I already had about maybe 20, 25-ish, and then I started slowly stockpiling. If I had extra, I would send some to my family. I would send some to my homies. So, you know, even when people had got, you know, got sick with you know COVID, I was sending herbs to them and stuff like that so i love i love the the power of like knowing that a lot of cures do come from the earth i know some folks kind of sniff they scoff their nose up at it some people are hardcore big pharma and that's cool natural business that's not this kind of episode today um so <laughs> <laughs> respectfully and i do mean that genuinely respectfully um so i want to go into my five herbs that i have in my herb cabinets part one because again i got so many of them so there may be some more on the way so as of right now i've been on these five extra hard so number one is dandelion i like dandelion because it's a liver tonic it's good for cleansing the liver it's also good for uh cleansing the blood It also has zinc, iron, and potassium. And also for me, I love the taste of it, It, especially like the toasted root. Sometimes you can have like the ground dandelion, but then there's also the toasted root that is really, really, it's really, oh, it tastes like coffee. Reminds me of coffee almost. Um, Some people eat dandelion greens. Um, I like the greens. They're extremely bitter but i know that they're good for me so i will eat dandelion greens i'll i'll saute them and throw a little garlic i'll lightly lightly wilt them um because i don't want to overcook them but i'll throw some garlic a little olive oil a little salt a little pepper Whew, we be trying to make it work because if y'all know if y'all have dandelion greens y'all know them things is bitter but bitters are good for your body but or number two raspberry leaf now this is my one i love this one I love it. Um, I got a homegirl that's pregnant right now. Um, Shout out to Mama Risa. She is actually on her third trimester. I think she about to pop in like another 20 days or so. I'm so excited because we don't know the sex of the baby. I'm so excited. Like, they don't know. So it's like, it's going to be a surprise for everybody. But she's been drinking raspberry leaf to prepare um, her uterine to, you know, get ready to start preparing for baby to come out. And for me <laughs> that don't got no kids, okay, right now, it's a good, um, it's a good herb for cramps. Like I've been using it in my period tea because I make a tea every, um, for my cycle every month. And um, it's it's definitely helped out a lot with easing the cramps. Usually red raspberry is like one of the more prominent herbs in my own tea. And I always tell folks like what you put in your body can directly affect your cycle as well. Like I know for me, when I was eating meat and I was, you know, in the clubs more like drinking and partying with my homegirls. And when I say partying, I mean, just, just drinking a little, you know, drinking a little drinking, you know, little little Hennessy, little Grey Goose, you know, I went partying like that, like that, you know, not knocking you if you did. I was too scared of all that. But, um, but yeah, like that, I noticed my periods would be a little heavier. So now that I'm plant-based, I'm not eating lemon pepper hot wings, um, but I'm more like eating lemon pepper mushroom wings. I noticed that, <laughs> God, that sounds weird. I noticed that um, my cycles are much lighter. And I know some of you men are going to be like, ew, well, well, it's nature. Get over it. So, you know, it can't. I feel like at some ages, we just got to let that go. Like we know women, you know, or people, excuse me, people that have vaginas or people that have, you know that equipments have periods so like let's not trip so um yeah i'm working on the language y'all bear with me because i understand the language is evolving every day so i'm working on that um but yeah that's one of my um other favorite herbs it's also good for magnesium potassium and again like i said it is is really bomb for cramps okay now, this is funny because when I go to the earth store, the dude at the earth store always kind of poking my accent because he says mulling, but I say it's mullein. And that's that ooh, that's that country shit there. So I call it mullein because it sounds better, but it's really mulling from what he says. And I purposely stocked up on mulling because it's a good herb for lung health. Um, obviously, we are dealing with a virus that affects different parts of the body at first we thought it was the lungs and we're still getting information on this I don't want to be a person that's giving misinformation but what we know so far is it affects your lungs and I know this from I guess dealing with people that have had it firsthand from what they're telling me it's affecting their lungs and affects their blood so you got dandelion on the blood side you got the mullein, uh, mullein, mullein or Mullin for the lung side. So it's an expectorant and it opens up the lungs. So if you got you some congestion, that's going to be the herb for sure. And then astragalus is always one of my favorites. My homegirl, uh, Tia, attorney at law. <laughs> Tia actually um, is like a super big champion of astragalus. And I heard of astragalus, but it really wasn't on none of my phase lists until maybe about five years ago. And astragalus brew is good for immune system support and an anti-inflammatory. Now, this is the kicker about how astragalus and I work together somehow. What I didn't realize was last year when I was preparing to get more active and run a little bit more hardcore, which I think kind of, well, combined with, you know, teenage squat popping, being in the band, jumping, doing splits, all them popping your knees at a 90 degree angle, you know, being in a black band, you know, they got hardcore workouts. Falling out, that's some more band language, which is basically physical punishment if you were, you know, not in formation correctly or wasn't listening, or if you missed a note or something like that. I think that combined with, you know, growing up in Atlanta, twerking, um, <laughs> twerking, squat popping, um, heels, wearing heels since I was like 17, stilettos, like, it's just... I think that really put the bull in play for when last summer hit, and I started running for hours straight, wanting to stay active for my Achilles to trip out. I genuinely, in my heart of hearts, think that the astragalus route um, prepared, or at least let me reword that. The astragalus rule didn't make the Achilles tear that I had as bad as it could have been. So, yes, all of that stuff I told y'all, I, I believe, again, in my heart of hearts, that may have contributed to my Achilles having a slight tear, but it did not pop. So since it did not pop, I did not need surgery. But what I was not realizing was that the astragalus tea that I was drinking every day was like a pre-workout. So since it's an anti-inflammatory, my body was preparing to go harder because I was pushing it harder and it wasn't no issues. I'm telling y'all, I didn't know that I was getting ready to throw my Achilles into overdrive because my body was not responding that way. It wasn't until it tore a little bit to where I was like, ah, my leg kind of hurts. And then it got a little stiff. And that's when I got concerned once I got back to Atlanta. But by then it had been going like that for like three weeks, but I was still kind of toughing through it, didn't realize it. But the astragalus, for me, some people say it is a good pre-workout, but I just know for me, it really helped me recover easily. And I think when my Achilles actually did tear, I think I was off the astragalus for about maybe 30 or 40 days because I had been on it so tough when the pandemic hit. So I wanted to take a break because certain herbs, like you can't take certain herbs every day. You got to give it a break. So I was on a straggler's break and I really think that's kind of how that, how that like kind of happened. But that's just, that's just me. Um, What's another? Oh, the last herb, chlorella. I love me some chlorella, okay? It's green and it's powdery and it's good for toxins, immune support, brain and heart health, aches and pains and energy boosts as well as your mouth. In terms of like oral hygiene with your teeth and gums. Now, I love making sure that my mouth is on point because if you got some issues with your mouth, it's usually a sign of some diseases in your body that you ain't really quite aware of. The mouth is usually the warning shot. So I love chlorella because I... It's like... It's not not quite like having a green juice, but it is a good thing to drink in the morning. So for me, I'll normally um, drink that a tiny bit of lemon... And um, a little bit of maple syrup. And again, a little bit. Because you don't want it too sweet. And now just chug it down. It's bomb. It's bomb. And sometimes I'll do without the honey or the or the uh, lemon or the maple. Because sometimes I'll do honey too. Like if I'm having allergies, that's where me being plant-based comes in. Because I don't eat animal byproduct in terms of like, you know, fowl, uh, cows, pigs, chickens. I don't eat nothing that comes from them. But technically a bee isn't an animal, but it is an insect. So... On the strength of allergies, to make sure I handle no allergy attacks when I was out here, I did eat honey to get acclimated to um, the allergens out here. And it's helped me out a great deal. So that's why I try my best to stop short of saying that I'm vegan because will say, oh, that's vegan. The vegan police be like, no, you're vegetarian. And I'm like, but I don't do cheese, chick. What are you talking about? So... I do honey went on like a, like a need to basis in terms of like, if I'm having an allergy issue, I'll do that. Or if I'm making some elderberry syrup and I need the, uh, the qualities of honey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my syrup. So, uh, all transparency here. Okay. It's not like that episode of Martin where that girl was talking about she vegetarian and then Martin exposed her with that big old picture of her eating ribs at the rib shack. We don't do that here. So yeah, those are my five herbs. Um, so again, again, do your research and you'll hear in my interview with Tiffany, the herbal hair therapist about doing your research when it's important to figure out what herbs to take and how much to take them. And for some of y'all that are curious to, to know where to get them, I've only gotten herbs in LA and Atlanta. So with that being said, if you in Atlanta, go ahead and go to the Nanda. I don't know if they, they not really open like that, like that. Because of the pandemic, I heard there's are one of a few stores that's taking actual precautions. But there is an herb wall. And if you have questions, definitely ask them. They are very, very, very knowledgeable. Um, where else did I get my herbs from? Well, that's more spices. But the cow Farmer's Market had really good prices on spices. And then here in L.A., you can go to Compton and go to Goss. They're really knowledgeable, too. I think there was a guy in there named Charles that was really, really helpful with putting me on new herbs like schizandra, which is really dope that I've been um, kind of dabbling with in terms of like memory and brain and stuff like that. And then also, obviously, in Lamarck, there's Napoli Naturals. They have a herb wall as well. So you could definitely tap in with them, too. Also, Tiffany, uh, the herbal hair therapist, she actually named a vendor on her interview. I I can't think of the name right now, but if you're not in those areas, stay tuned because come Tuesday, I will um, drop that interview and then you can get the tea from her. And also, where's another place I get like herb tonics? Uh, Wiz from Black Root Tonic. um, He makes a really good tonic. Um, What else is some other herbs I've taken? Gosh, I I mean, normally I kind of do my own stuff, but... But Tiffany, Tiffany also does, the herbal hair therapist, Uh, she does like Lace Me Organics, Lace Me Beauty Essentials and stuff like that as well. I can't wait for that interview with her because Tiffany, I don't want to tell her story too much, but Tiffany has had a cancer diagnosis for almost five years and she has beaten her life expectancy like five six seven times over i think she only had like 90 days to live and five years later she's here but i'm gonna let her tell her story because she can tell her story better than i can okay so make sure y'all tune in on tuesday and then Murray's monday will be on monday so um and then i'll be solo from now saturday sunday up until monday so with that being said y'all Thank y'all for listening. If you want to tap in with me on YouTube to see those interviews in real time um, or Facebook or Instagram, you can find me at Spiritual Home Girl. You can find me on Patreon. We're still doing the Aquarius Sun Sign Challenge. It's more finna be over. And then we go jump into Pisces. Pisces. Oh, man. Maybe I should do an episode about... Pi- oh, yeah. Maybe I should. Water sign men are just so interesting to me. They're like a pain in the ass but they intrigue me at the same time and maybe that's the inner area in me that just loves a challenge because any man that I've been around for the past in any capacity romantic friends what have you family they're like they're water sign men that's crazy for the past four years you mofos have just been floating around with your watery asses. But I love y'all, though. Um, maybe I'll talk about that. <laughs> maybe. But, yeah, so, also, let me think. What else? My grandmama FaceTiming me. Well, I'm about to wrap this episode up because y'all know what granny called. I don't care what I'm doing. I can be recording with the president. I'm going to get off the damn phone to go talk to my grandma. So, with that being said... Patreon, that was Spiritual Home Girl. Still doing the, the Aquarian Sunside Challenge. we're going to move into Pisces. Tears are $7 a month, aka 23 cents a day. Um, on Saturday, me and Amina from, uh, Analogy the Healing Tree, we doing Crystals 101 on Clubhouse. And on Clubhouse, my club is Make Peace with the Day. My name on there is Spirit Home Girl, because Spiritual Home Girl is too long. So I'm Spirit Home Girl on there. And I think that's it, y'all. I think that's all my links. I've been spitting them out so much over the past 48 days, they just come in pretty easily. So, with that being said, please share this podcast. Tell a friend. I really um enjoy doing this. I enjoy interacting with you all. It makes me so happy to know that I have a connection to you all. It makes me happy to know that you know I'm not just now, granted. I talk to myself if I need to, if I have to. But it's dope to see that you know you're not alone on this journey. That people actually are here and they see you and they feel you. Because like I always say, we may not be compatible, but we're all connected and that kind of stuff. I love it. It drives me and it just that feeling of connectivity makes my heart so full. So I appreciate that so much. I'm still praying for Texas. My heart is um, heavy when it comes to that. I've been doing my best to check in with people from Texas. I it's it's a lot. Like I just one day. I'm gonna be rich and when these things happen, I'm gonna help folks. I'm putting that into the universe because we see the government could give a damn and it's and it's it's shameful. So um, I'm gonna continue to see what I can do to to do my part when it comes to Texas. Um, again, just praying for everybody, praying for safety, praying for good health, praying for warmth, like those that have somewhere to live, please, please, please be grateful it may not be the dream house, but it's a house. You know what I'm saying? And if it got heat, you know what I'm saying? Do a little dance because there are people out there that don't have a place to live. There are people out there that do not have heat. There are people out there that do not have a safe place to live. So even if it's not the best place in terms of your dream home, it's it's a home. Okay. So, you know, before we discredit some of our blessings, we probably should be grateful for the things that we do have because I think Again, just my personal opinion based on my own experience. When I'm grateful for the things I have, I'm able to increase that way because I can appreciate what I get based on the journey that I'm at. I can get from point A to point B, but I gotta appreciate point A first while I get to point B. If I'm shitting on point A all the time, how am I gonna manifest something for point B? Because the energy's already trash. So just an energy check, y'all. Again, I'm trying to be preachy. Just my homegirl experience that's helped me. Maybe it'll resonate with some of y'all. Maybe it won't. But. That's cool, too. So, <laughs> with that being said, y'all, I'm going to get up off of here. I will see you on Clubhouse on Saturday. Okay, boo? I think we're talking about crystals for cleansing and purifying. mine. My grandmama just called me back. So, I'm going to go ahead and send to her FaceTime call. So, with that being said, y'all, this will be another episode of Spiritual Hard Girl Podcast. My name is Maria. Remember to trust the journey. Trust yourself. Send good energy to Texas. Count your blessings. Be grateful for what you got because we still going to manifest the shit we want. We just got to be grateful for what we got. And make sure... It's y'all answer y'all grandma's phone calls if she calls, okay? And do your research on your herbs. Jason, I know this is a long outro. I'm sorry, but I had to do what I was feeling, y'all. Love y'all. Peace. (laughs) This episode has been produced by producer extraordinaire Jason Trachademix Valerio.